that's it. We're off. Hi, welcome to the Knuckle Sandwich Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Kenny Stevenson, and uh, this is the podcast in which comedians talk about sports. Um, see, I told you I'm really good at these. Uh, my guest this week is Ed Flores. Say that's hello. Right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hi. Ed is been, has been on several national commercials, and he was recently, you did two episodes of How I Met Your Mother, Two correct? episodes of, in, in a previous life, yeah. In a previous, was it this past season? Uh, this past season, and I think the season before. It was so one and one. Was it, were you the same character? That's the tricky thing, is... <laughs> How is it tricky? It's either, either you were or you weren't. Well, if you talk to my agent, we're calling it recurring. But, <laughs> <laughs> because we've been on the show twice, so we're technically... That's a recurring. We're That's billing a... ourselves as recurring. However, the first role was billed as the food guy. In the, the food office. guy? Yeah, I was the food guy that was like... Uh, For those who don't know, Ed is what you would call uh, in the business uh, husky. Yes, so food, uh, so food guy sounds like it's in his wheelhouse. Uh, yeah, I have, a, and my wheelhouse is rather large. Hey, so uh, I was the food guy on one episode, and they said, "Oh, well, it's possibly recurring, and we might bring you back." And um, I don't even know I should be talking about this, but um, <laughs> trust me, I doubt anyone from CBS is listening. If they are, Listen. I'm sorry, you can sue me. Uh, so no, it's no big deal. Just keep it, just you know, so just then, talk, talk in generalities. It's no big deal. Listen, so. <laughs> Food guy was on. They said possibly recurring. Uh, never heard back till the next season, and what was fantastic. The next season was they called me up and they said, "Hey, so you're going to be on the episode next week." You know, no audition, just oh, that's your boss, awesome. which was like fucking awesome. That's like a dream come true. Yeah, seriously. So, um, but are you willing to be in your underwear? Was the stipulation. And I said yes, absolutely. Yeah, I always say that I don't make enough money to have integrity. Correct. That's what I say. And they said, "Would you eat like a jar full of cherries?" <laughs> and I said, you and "So I said yes." Yeah. And yeah. My agent like double checked with me just in case I wanted yeah. to pass on it. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm gonna take work. So, so yeah, they had me back, but it was um, it was an episode with Amanda Peet where she played this character named Jenkins, and Jenkins was a guy at a, a woman at. Um, the office, the law firm there on How I Met Your Mother, and uh, Jason Siegel's character would refer to her in, in ambiguous terms so that his wife wouldn't get, um, uh, wouldn't like think that he's cheating on her okay. and, with her. So I played the male version of Jenkins in sort of his storytelling. So I was like a fantasy character. So you were the food guy still. <laughs> Well, the name was Male Jenkins, so... Male Jenkins, okay. So, um, listen, like I told you, my agent and I, we're calling it recurring. 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 So if you saw the episode this season with the Male Jenkins with Amanda Peet, then yeah. that, that's it. If you saw you saw me eating a, a jar full, a full jar of maraschino cherries, you saw me uh, do a striptease on a tabletop at a bar. Oh, hey And, um... Any, any of the cast there? Yeah, yeah, everybody was there. Uh, Are they cool? Awesome. I always ask that to people. Um, I wish I could be on that show, not just for <laughs> for the paycheck, for the, for paycheck, the actual but, job. Uh, everybody was super nice, professional. I know everybody always says that, but uh, and the second episode, Neil Patrick directed Neil Patrick Harrison. He was amazing, total pro, and so I had a blast. He's been around. He's been around the block. He's been around. So coming um, soon in the Smurfs. AK, it's a Sony movie. Yeah. yeah, I've already seen some of the footage from it. Yep. Uh, it's funny. How do you know, how do you know that? Because I work for Sony. I'm go. not. I'm not just a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna be in a Smurf movie. He's not going to. He's in it. I've seen. What I've seen footage. 
There, it's there's it's not like a character. I mean, I could probably get in trouble for this in in all actuality okay, well, because cut we're cut. Go ahead. Well, cut. I'll just give you a basic plot synopsis. I think the Smurfs end up in New York, and okay. Neil Neil Patrick Harris is like the guy who accidentally finds them. Oh, I see. I and see. he's married. So he's not a Smurf. He's not, he's no, he's not a Smurf. He's, he's a live action. Oh, it's okay. him and uh, the girl uh, Jama, whatever her name is, the the secretary from Glee. Okay. They're married. Um, I'm hoping to get on as the. The food smurf. The food smurf. <laughs> is what, uh, is or the what, male Jenkins. Male Jenkins smurf. Smurf, yeah. Well, that would be, that'd be a good role. That would be fun. You, you could definitely you could just, just just pull out your reel and just be like, hi, I've already played this so, when I met your mother, so... Where's the blue paint? hey oh, <laughs> I've actually already finished principal photography, I'm sorry. Well, there's computers. Um, anyway, you could be Jonah Hill's stand-in on Moneyball, another Sony picture. 100%. Anyway... Um, so Ed is a, not only a sports fan, Ed grew up, you, did you grow up in Texas? Yeah, Laredo, Texas, right on the border of Mexico. Laredo, Texas, hence Laredo. the name, hence the last name, Flores. Flores, uh, anyway. yeah, if, if for those of you out there, that is ethnic heavy. Very, it's very ethnic heavy. Very heavy. Very ethnic heavy. Not, not, not weight heavy. We, well, we already, we've already put that out there. Both. Um, so you grew up in Texas, and you grew up, did you grow up a football guy? Because you, you also actually played football at the University of San Diego, which I want to touch on in a little bit, because I love hearing personal, I love hearing actual accounts of athletes. But um, growing up in Texas, growing up near the Mexican border, now where did you, are you, were you, this is, this is a, this is a, this is a question because the World Cup is over. Were you an American football fan first or a world's football fan first? I was never a world's football fan until probably college when, um, you know, I had friends who played collegiately. Mm -hmm. um, always just the National Football League was my... Dallas, and then you're a big Dallas Cowboys big fan. Big Cowboys fan, yeah. Big and, yeah, Cowboys fan. I was a Cowboys fan. I had great years growing up because we had the, the championships, you know, 92, 93, 95. You know, when Jerry Jones took Michael Irvin doing all that coke. Nate Newton doing all the pot. <laughs> I mean, we're, t we're talking good years here. Party. Parties, Parties man. Yeah, North Dallas 40 all big over again. Big D. Yeah. Party to Big D. Yeah. I have a question, though. Laredo is far from Dallas, correct? Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it's the thing I find interesting about the Cowboys is that the Cowboys, like, it's the whole state of Texas. It's yeah. Cowboy fans. Yeah. It's not like... The Texans are now starting to get a little... And when it was the Oilers, the Oilers kind of had Houston. I will say this. I will say growing up... Most of the state was, I would say, split Oilers and Cowboys, and uh, to this day, I have fans and family and friends who uh, are Oilers, were Oilers fans, then became Titans fans, and, and kind of went with them, and still kind of root for them. But now we've embraced the Texans, so it's not like hundred percent Cowboys. It's definitely not. Everywhere I was in Texas, it was all Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah. So let's ask the question now. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? A lot of people are saying that they might, you know, as the as the NFL training camp kicks off, some teams are already in camp. Yeah. Uh, I believe the two teams that are playing in the Hall of Fame game, it's the Cowboys Cowboys and the... Bengals? No, Bengals aren't in camp yet because T.O. just signed. That's this is all. We'll get to all this stuff. But. I'm a big fan, so I know everything about football. I don't know. You don't. You don't know that. You don't know the Cowboys are playing. <laughs> we can go on the internet and look up if we really wanted to, but we're, we're I think lazy it's here. Chivas USA. It is. They do. They play Chivas. Um. Uh. So, but the Dallas is already. But most camps open up this weekend. Yeah. But people, the pundits are saying that the Cowboys could be one of the teams yeah. to beat this year. They, they have, have them. I think Vegas has got them like third or second, mm -hmm. maybe. I guess like Colts first. Is Colts first? Colts then, first? Really? They're yeah. not the Saints? No, they have the Saints like uh, third, fourth, or fifth. Like it depends on, wh on which uh, casino you go to. But hey uh, we, do not, we do not advocate gambling in this show. Although oh, we do. Oh, we do gamble a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think Cowboys are like ranked, you know, they're like second or third favorite. 
Second or third favorite. Everyone's back. They've added Des Bryant, who yeah. doesn't who doesn't know how to take hazing. Yeah. Now where I guess it's a it's a great this is a great place to start the yeah. discussion. Yeah. Where do you stand on that? Now you played you played at University of San Diego. Yep, uh, high school football in Texas, and uh, in, you know, and was the victim of hazing. <laughs> as I would assume, <laughs> as a freshman, I, you only played your freshman year. I, I played. At USD. I played two years. Uh, I started both years, freshman and sophomore year, and uh, only played two years because um, yeah, I had like a neck problem and I was like having, having like narrowing of the spine, and so the doc says probably should stop playing football. Probably should stop playing football. <laughs> um, was, well, you played. So you played two. You started for two years. Started for two years. The Torero. The Torero, which is our uh, yeah that's mascot. Our mascot. It's mascot. USD. Yeah. Uh, Kenny, okay. Uh, I, have a de- I have a huge I know. depth. I'm sure your audience knowledge. knows that that they, that, yeah. you know. So, uh, like for instance, the Iowa State Cyclones. Okay, I mean, come on, that's easy. That's pretty I mean, easy. You could, probably, you could probably rattle off the teams in your league that you played. What league is was well, USD in? <laughs> so we were like in a non-scholarship uh, league. This we they like we, wait one double A and you had non-scholarship. They were like a scholarship program in the past, and they said no, we don't want to be scholarship anymore. We want to be like good and wholesome and hearty, and we're gonna make our own conference. And who wants to join us? And so it was us and like a bunch of teams in the Midwest. Drake, Drake Bulldogs, Dayton, out of Iowa, Dayton, Dayton Flyers, uh, Valparaiso. Valparaiso, that's a great one. What is that mascot? Valpo. The only thing I think of Valpo is I think of Bryce Drew hitting yeah, that shot. Yeah, shot yeah. God damn it. The Colonials, maybe? It's clo- I, don't, I don't know what it is. It's, I mean, close, it's close enough. Butler? The Butler Bulldogs, please. And then I think... That was it. The Butler. Did, did you play? Did you ever go to Butler? We went. We of course. Did you go into the gym? The gym from Hoosiers. You know Butler's Butler's basketball gym is the <sighs> gym it. from Hoosiers. The I championship it. game. I missed it. Well, you missed it. So let's get back to what the original question was, <laughs> which was hazing. So was yeah. there hazing when you were in college and in high school? Yes. Like what kind of stuff did you were you made to do? This isn't fraternity stuff. You're not gonna like get. No one's gonna come down and like depin you. Uh, <laughs> what kind of stuff? Uh, in high school, I felt like high school was worse than college. For me, it was. High school was like, you know, borderline molestation. <laughs> <laughs> Some like... Well, football, high school football in Texas, I would huge. imagine. Yeah, a lot of being taped up and a lot of being like, you know, pinned down and like things being... I don't know. I don't like to talk about it. Inserted. <laughs> it's just like... I mean, yeah. Now, did you do that to people? I never did. I was always like, you know, I would give the, I was like always, I, I thought I'd be the big brother, you know, like, yeah. take you under my wing. Hey, I got gotcha. you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then college was like, they. it was great because the week, the week after two days of training camp, they had the big Saturday hazing, like, okay, freshmen, then blindfold you. And the whole hazing was the, was the lead up, was the anticipation, was the sort of threat of the uh-huh. hazing. And then that night, you know, they, they, there was talk of farm animals. And I think they even brought out a couple farm animals just to sort of scare <laughs> us. There was like a chicken and, a, and something else. And there was, I don't know what there was. And, but eventually it was all, there was no hazing. So and that I mean, was that's cool. how it should be. Like, that's cool. I mean, I get the like, hey, like carry the pads and that yeah. kind of stuff. But it's, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of people react to this. A lot of this, because, you know, you know, it's a busy sports week when a huge sports story is somebody not picking up pads. Yeah. I mean, I think but, it's a big um, story because it's NFL. NFL's huge. Yeah, and that's because baseball is really boring right now. Baseball's really boring. And I think also, like you said, Cowboys are one of the few teams in camp right now. So, yeah, so you know, nobody news. else has any reports to be reported in. So Yeah, the thing I find surprising is, well, first of all, A, that a lot of these former like sports center guys and, you know, Dan Patrick and all these guys are on the radio. Apparently, we're all frat guys because all we talk about is like, yeah. when I was in school, we yeah. had to do this. 
this, this, and this, and this is not like, oh, so you're all losers? Like, I see, like, fraternity stuff is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's different, like, when you're playing, like, I'm a professional football player. We're playing for a team. There's a purpose. There's a reason why we're trying to go for some team unity. So, yeah, maybe, like, you make the rookies pick up the pads. Right. And this, and I get that. But, like, all this stuff of, like, hey, like, all this really crazy stuff. Like, yeah, when I, I hear people saying stories about when I was in my fraternity, we, you know, we, you know, drove some kid 20 miles away in, like, a, in like a dress and told him to find Chocolate. his own way home. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that? Like, uh, yeah. And then if I was that kid who they did that to, I'd be like, fuck this. This isn't even worth it. But then kids do it. Yeah. And I, I never... I never got that when I was in college. Uh, you never like understood the, understood it. Like under- I never had any desire to, to no. rush a fraternity ever. I, I never, never had. Any, I'm with you. I don't have. I never had any um, want to do any fraternities because I had one. I had football. Exactly. And, and I so, felt like football. There's like there's something to it. Like that's why I felt like I think like some of the hazing is totally okay because it's a it's a team. You're trying to build bond. You're trying to build like a. You know, you're going to battle with these guys, no matter what the sport is. These are, you got you got to depend on these people. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you got to kind of welcome them into the group. So yeah. I'm totally okay with that. That's why I like the idea of what you were saying, like the guys being blindfolded. Yeah, and, and that's the, what it is. The, threat, the yeah. threat of it's going to be, but then it was nothing, and then it was just you guys just go out. And you they probably just got you fucked up, right? Yeah, and that was like, oh, we can cuss too. By oh, the way. well then, let it rip. Fuck. Yeah, that felt good. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. So then after that, it was just drinking and you know strippers and stuff. So how, so how do you feel about Des Bryant not picking up the pads? Uh, God, I'm biased. You know, I'm a Cowboy fan. I see, I can, I can see, and so but I'm a former, but I'm a former athlete. But I'm a former athlete, so I understand the sort of the bond that it creates in mm-hmm. the hazing and the camaraderie that it creates. Because I mean, when I look back, the most things, the, the strongest things about you know organized sports was the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for me. You know, pick up the pads. Pick, pick them up. You <laughs> know. know, just pick them up. Uh, you know, it's. Not I love that he says he never. He had. He didn't know that this was gonna happen that or something bullshit, like that. Yeah. He was like, "Oh, I didn't know about Hayes. Yeah, what the no. fuck are you talking about?" Well, that's spin because the first day they were like, "So you didn't pick up Roy's pads?" Uh, you know, he's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna do that. I came here to win championships. I didn't come here to carry no pads. You know, I'm, I'm here to win." And then the second day he comes back, he's like, "Oh, I already know the rules." So it's obviously some. You know, some guys had talked. Oh, about, absolutely. Yeah. They probably like did like a. Like a code red. Yeah. Put some put yeah. some soap in. Yeah. That's why I feel like guys who didn't the same kind of people who rush fraternities are the same kind of people who join the army because they but they can't those are the same people that can't get into college. Yeah. Like if a frat guy couldn't get into a college, he'd probably join the army because it's the same thing. Yeah. There's some weird kind of like they are like they're all like former high school athletes who couldn't play a sport in college. Right. right. But that, I don't know. That's just, that's just my take. Yeah. So because I was a former high school athlete, but yeah. who couldn't play sports? So college. Ho- hopefully the Cowboys have their their own uh, Colonel Jessup or Lieutenant Kendrick. Look at you with a few good men knowledge right off the top yeah. of your head. Yeah, right there. Okay, so we'll get some Caffrey. We'll get some NFL predictions later. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Pollock in that one as well. Pollock. Kevin, that's. Few Good Men is a great movie to use when you're playing uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, it's got a lot of great people. Yeah, because you get Kevin Bacon, you get the Demi Moore, Tom Cruise, Jack Nicholson, Kiefer Sutherland. So you can connect a lot of people that yeah. way to uh, to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, and Cuba Gooding Jr. too. Cuba, uh, and um, um, I'm, oh my God, I'm blowing. I'm running. I don't know his name. He was on Few the, Good Men. Yes, he took the stand. Uh, you know, uh, waiting for Guffman. Christopher Guest. Yeah. He's in a he's, few good men. He's in a few good men. Right on. He is uh, the doctor who gave the physical to the. You're right. He is. And he's awesome. 
Yes, yeah. yeah. So you could get that whole way. You could use like, oh, oh my god, there we go. You can go forever. Anyway, that will say that for the for my um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon podcast. So I want to know. So we've touched on it. We know you played. I want to. I love. I love asking people who have played sports, especially football, for some weird reason. Usually, the people who I've had on the show who played football, whether it was in high school or in college, or yeah. even I even had an NFL guy on the show. Yeah. Who's that? Who was it? Who'd you have? Anthony Alabi. He's in L.A. here becoming an actor. He played for like four or five years I think in the NFL. Me that, yeah. yeah, he was awesome. But I love asking stories like, like, do you have like just like any good, really funny stories that like are just about like stuff that people don't know about, like behind the scenes, football type of stuff? Like I always, like I always want to know like what happens when the when because you were an O lineman. Yeah, correct? we were O line. Yeah, I was O line. I always want to know like the, like when a quarterback comes into call calls. There's got to be some kind of crazy story about something happening. Uh, during the game or you during the game, any like I just you got like some fun stories to tell. Um, uh, God, fun. I don't know about fun. I remember, <laughs> I remember. I you know, know I was, I, like I said, I started as a freshman. And I think you know everybody in the team. There was two freshmen who started on the O line. Myself and this other uh, gentleman, Brendan Bracken, who's now my mortgage broker. Hey, and, there you go. And, uh, there you so, go. So, but I remember that week leading up to the first game, all the seniors, you know, and, and whenever we'd be around, like, kind of giving us shit about like it's my senior year don't fuck it up freshman and so there was always <laughs> really? that pressure yeah there was always you know in a good way in a positive sort of you know kick you in the knee kind of way mm-hmm. yeah so uh, but fun stories I look back and um, not that this is any big surprise but I feel I feel like looking back now I'm like god foot, organized football is could be you know, construed as remarkably gay. It can, be, <laughs> it can be a really, a really homosexual kind of feel to it. In I mean, what but, way? Well, where you have common showers and you have guys and you're wearing towels and they're whipping things. And they're, <laughs> and he, just for the references, he, he was whipping. He's a making towel. a towel like a, like he was yes. miming a towel, not, not whipping not, their dongs around. Yeah, exactly. Which may have been happening as well. It could happen as well, um, but. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, just great camaraderie in the locker room. I mean, like you said, Kenny, like when you blood, when you when you sweat, and you bleed, and you and you and you just you know work so hard together. That camaraderie is like you can't you can't duplicate that. You can't like go out and be friends with somebody that you know in that way. Not when you work towards a common goal, and it's so awesome. It's cool. oh. I love it. I miss it. I miss it a lot. Do you want to put the pads on right now? I would, well, I would do a couple uh, grass drills if you want. <laughs> if you want to do some pass protection drills, I'm really, I haven't I'm rusty in my pass pro. Yeah. Um, if you want as to long do, as you just keep your knees down, right? Yeah. No. I mean, you got to sit down. You got to keep your butt down. You got to keep your hands up. You don't want to lean too forward because then you'll lose your balance. <laughs> you know, especially if some guy wants to get all crazy and pull a swim move or a bull rush on you. You want to stay centered and grounded. This guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I hope for your sake that you become the next Tommy Lee Jones, so you can be. I want you to be better than Tommy Jones because Tommy Jones was is a former O lineman who right. became, became an actor. I want you to be. I want you to be the best former O lineman. In the country, in the country, but who became an actor in the country? Uh, I would love that. My dad would love that. I was t- uh, talking to my dad this past weekend, and I and I hate to stereotype old men, and especially Just please do. We I love stereotyping on the old show. Old Mexican men specifically, but was he wearing a sombrero? He and a was poncho? not. He was not. I'll stereotype. I'll stereotype. Okay, I'll good. That. So just paint that picture. Yeah, just imagine, <laughs> imagine that portrait. But he was watching No Country for Old Men, and okay. he was like, "God," and he's, I'm like, "Oh, great, Dad! Awesome movie. Love that movie." He's like, and he paused, and he says. Why is it good? And I said, well, you know, and I go into why I think it's good. He goes, uh, I don't know. 
I don't get it. He just uh, I don't get this movie. And plus, Tommy Lee Jones is in it, and and he was chasing Harrison Ford in The Fugitive, and I've never liked him since then. What? <laughs> <laughs> so that was his rationale. He still has that tie. Yeah, it's like to the character. He's, that he's so played. emotionally connected. Like Tom Landry, when when Jerry Jones came in and fired Tom Landry, he hated the cowboy. He would not root for the Cowboys. But if you notice, like right after uh, Tom Tom Landry was fired and Jimmy Johnson brought in by by Jerry Jones. You know, three years later, we were winning two back-to-back championships. Yeah. And so my dad's in the corner of our living room watching Cowboys games, Super Bowl championship wins, like, not wanting to cheer because he swear he wouldn't cheer for them, but it, he's like, he's like, uh, he's, he's like, I won't do it. And then, oh, we, you that's know, funny. so, anyway, just a lot of segues tied in there. No, I like that. I was going to ask you, did your dad see you in One Too Many Mornings? Hey, that's a plug right there. There you go. Because Ed, recently, we had Steven on uh, two podcasts ago. That's right. And One Too Many Mornings, of course, went to Sundance, onetoomanymornings.com. And actually, if you go back and listen to the Stephen Hale podcast, he he had inf- he included information there to get how to get a free copy of the movie. That's right. But did your dad see you in that movie? He did not see me in the movie. Uh, I'm sure I could send him a DVD, but no. It was it was great. We went up to uh, we went up to Deer Sundance. Valley. Yeah, we went to Deer, Deer Valley. Valley? Isn't, it in Park, isn't it in Park City? Well, it's, it, there's some in Park City and there's some in Deer Valley. Uh-huh. And uh, as far as the where the, where the uh, theaters are, but um, the majority of it's in Deer Valley. Yeah, it's a park city. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. Uh, I'm not. I haven't been in a Sundance film. Ed, okay. Like you have. All right. Well, let me. Uh, but do I will just put a plug in real, uh, real quick. Uh, do check it out. If you yeah. go, if you go to one too many mornings dot com. Yeah. Um, you can you can buy the DVD right now. You can buy uh, a, a download. You can buy a poster. Yeah. And it's a it's a very good movie, and Ed's in it. He's very funny. I don't think do you have an actual character name. You're kind of just like dude at party, aren't you? I, every time any of my friends put me in their movies, like Stephen was so nice to do. I wish they would give me a different a, a name. name. No, a different name than my own. What are you? You're Ed. Yeah. You know it's so funny. Like my wife says the same thing because I'm I'm writing a script right now. We're hoping to shoot it later this year, and like there was a there's a gag at the end, which I'm probably going to change, so it doesn't really matter. But there was a gag at the end that her character was going to have a different name than, than my character knew her as the entire movie. Yeah. And so just for the end of the movie, I yeah. made it her name, yeah. Dorian. And she right. was like, just don't do that. Yeah. Because I guess it's a big deal. And now that you said it too, I know it's a big deal. And so I'm sorry, honey, for doing that, okay? Here's where, here's here's what here's the deal. And it's going to be probably egotistical for me to say this. Just say it. On this my is IMDb is a, page. This is an ego-driven podcast. On my IMDb page, it's, you know, I have like three character roles where it's like, oh, Ed was in this movie as... Ed. Ed. <laughs> so it's like, okay, we get it. Your friends are putting in your movies. You're not really booking these jobs, you know? <laughs> but, uh, and I think it's just out of laziness. People are like, well, have Ed play that part. What do we call him? We call him Ed. So that's it. Uh, I was in a small part in the movie. It was lots of fun. And it was more fun to go out there and watch um, the premiere. I was so proud of Steven. So couldn't be happier. It was really, like, yeah, really it's special. Great, and, special it's like, cool and I said thing. this when he was on the podcast, and I will say it again because it's, it's sitting right there. I, yeah. I bought it. Got it. It's a genuinely good movie. Yeah. Like, it's not like a lot of times people make low budget movies and they seem, they just seem low budget because right. they are trying to make what is feasible like a bigger budget movie where they cut corners and stuff. But they just took this really simple movie and just shot it really simply. And it, it, it's great. It totally works. It's got a ton of heart. For yeah. Being, you know, it is simple and it is like, you know, really low budget. But Mike Mohan, the director, did and Anthony, job. Anthony Diptolo, the other co-writer with Stephen Hale, were just gave it a ton of heart. I mean, you know, Absolutely. writing these characters, they weren't like, well, well, let's make up these characters. They, you know, they brought stuff to the table that was their own. And 
And uh, so it was really cool to be a part of that. No, it's a great movie, so check that out. And um, let's get back to sports now. Yes. Yes. Up, downs, up, downs, up, downs, up, downs. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so uh, my dog's tripping a little bit because we're talking loud. That's okay. what she does. Oh, so we're talking loud. Okay, so there were some other things I wanted to talk about, and they've all left my head. Mm. Um, so, yes, oh, that's T.O. So T.O. just signed with, I know you're a big football fan, so yeah. we could, do we do you want to talk about baseball sure. at all? Do mm. you even care? If you want to talk about baseball, I can talk about baseball. I don't want, I don't want to make my guests talk about things I don't want to talk about. I can talk about all sports. Well, I don't really want to talk about baseball. Let's talk, you know what? I don't feel like talking about baseball either. Because the, the only thing I will say about baseball, because I came to Revelation last night, I was listening to somebody on the radio talk, yeah. Yeah. and I just said to someone, because I don't know who it was, but now, like, this, now I just came to Revelation is that baseball has now been, it's all about pitchers this year. Yeah. And it's all been like people throwing perfect no games hitters, and yeah. no hitters. No more blah, steroids. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. No more steroids. No one, no one can hit the ball. Now baseball became even more boring. Yeah. Yes, hi, sweetheart. Yes. I'm going to uh, quote or semi quote uh, Colin Cowherd. Just paraphrase. Yeah, paraphrase. Who, you know, this morning he was like, you know what? And he, has a, he feels the same way. Baseball's boring. Mm-hmm. He says it's, he said this morning, I believe. I got to put in too much time and not get enough in return. You know, even the World Cup, which I'm not, you know, I wasn't a fan of before, you know, a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. or soccer, or, you know, football, as you call it. Um, we call it soccer in America. Two hours. Yeah. You know, and he, and he made this point on the air that two hours and then you're out. And you mm-hmm. know, you know, granted some penalty time and some injury time, but, yeah, but for the most part, it's but baseball is, you know, four hours sometimes. It could be, it could be an all night affair. And who has, you know, who has four hours? Well, I just feel like the superstars in baseball now are the pitchers. And yeah, like, it's it's amazing to watch some of those people, and it's amazing to watch the last couple innings of, yeah. a, of a perfect game. But, yeah. like, for me to sit down and watch, like, it's like I don't get as much enjoyment out of watching Steven Strasburg pitch. Like, he, yeah, he's amazing. He throws some great pitches. But I don't, I don't, to me, I don't see the big picture of watching the breadth of what he does in a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not that much of, of an aficionado. Yeah. Because I don't feel like it carries the same weight of like when you watch a Peyton Manning or you watch Drew Brees throw for five touchdowns because there's that whole and he's you know you watch Brett Favre at forty you know yeah. forty million years old yeah. throw four touchdowns for the Vikings like that's I just feel like it's a greater feat anyway let's 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 just leave it let's would, just leave it at yeah. that. Yeah. Goodbye, well, baseball. Goodbye. Okay, bye bye. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk more baseball when it gets closer to the, the playoffs. Because the playoffs are exciting. Yeah. Anywho, so Tio. Yeah. Former cowboy. Yeah. For a, like a couple of years. Three years. Cowboys, I think. Two years. Then he three years. Then he was with the Bills. Just signed to the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> now, where do you fall on this? Because I'm of the ilk that I kind of would like to see it work, but I feel like it is so. They have Pac-Man Jones there too. And Chad, and it's, I feel like, and here's my take on it, is I feel like VH1 is behind the whole thing, because VH1 has the Ocho Cinco and the- They have a they, show? They had, Ocho Cinco has his own, like, dating, like, rock of love, flavor of love show, called, like, the Ocho Cinco, the ultimate catch. Okay. And then, and then right after that show is the T.O. show. So it's already on VH1, so VH1 had to have some kind of hand in this deal. Uh, it does, I mean- uh, I don't think it's going to work out. I mean, anytime you start piecing people together, it's like the Redskins, you know, bringing in three 80-year-old running backs and, you know, just bits and pieces trying to make something happen. I, I, he's way past his prime. He's, he's not he's not going to produce. I mean, he can produce, but, like... You don't want to you you get your popcorn ready? I do. You know, I guess... You know, when he, back in the day when he was uh, on my on the Cowboys, yeah, I wanted him to do well. Obviously, he's on my team. and But since he left... 
we the Cowboys we the Cowboys have been say we I don't <laughs> give a shit I'm not one of these assholes the who's like oh you can't say we you 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 root for the team yeah, yeah. they're your team yeah, yeah. say we um I don't I don't see it work I mean I I hope it's gonna be I hope I hope for a train wreck it's oh fun yeah to watch. I hope it that's I gotta feel like HBO Sports is like hating the fact that they did the Bengals last, last season for season, Hard Knocks yeah, yeah. do you imagine a, a training camp with To and Chad Chad Ocho Cinco yeah. in the same locker room, yeah. and and Pac-Man. then Pac Man Jones. Yeah, that's what it, it, well, that's what it was when Cowboys were on the Hard Knocks a couple years ago. They had Pac Man and To, uh, and you know, and they had Romo and you know some figures like that, and you know, uh, very that CP too, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. I mean, I don't know if I've ever told my Carson Palmer story. I want to hear it on this podcast. Carson Palmer went to my high school. Carson was a. Uh, this is uh, here in California. Southern in Orange County, Santa Margarita High School, go Eagles! Um, huge, I have a huge alumni following. That's not true. <laughs> um, but uh, he was a freshman when I was a senior, and I think I came back. He might have been a sophomore, and I he rolled up to school for basketball practice. I think I was going to. I don't know why I was there, but I was. I already graduated. Maybe I, I don't know when this actually happened, but he played basketball too. And he rolled up in a white Bronco, like an OJ Bronco, and the and the the license plate was CP3, like right from the get go, CP3. And so then I was I went to Cal Poly, came back, and I think it was his senior year. So my he was a senior, so what I was a junior in college, maybe. Yeah, that's right. So he was a senior in college, and I was a junior. And I came back. I didn't go to the I didn't go to the homecoming game, but I went to like there was like a pizza parlor. That everybody went to after the the home football games that my friend owned, so we just went there to just maybe see a couple people. Right. And I was wearing a Cal Poly sweatshirt, which is a green sweatshirt. It has a little CP logo on it. And uh, he comes in wearing the exact same sweatshirt. Cool. And I'm like, holy shit! And I go, Carson. Like we kind of he knew who I was. We you know we kind of knew each other a little bit. And I go, I go, Carson, where'd you get the Cal Poly sweatshirt? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, we're wearing the same sweatshirt. He's like, uh, no. He, this is what he said. <laughs> He points to the CP and says Carson Palmer, <laughs> and then just walked away. And then didn't even, and then didn't even give me an explanation as to why he had a Cal Poly sweatshirt, where he got it from, did he buy it because it said CP for Carson Palmer? It well, no explanation no is necessary. First of all, no explanation is self-explanatory. Yeah. Now, was it was it a Cal, a Cal Poly sweatshirt that he just kind of was like, or did he have one made? It was a Cal. Po- it was the exact same sweatshirt. And he's like, he no, was this, only- Cal- this isn't Cal Poly. No, this he is- just said, yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah, Cal Poly, cool. He's like, no, Carson Palmer. That's what he said to me, to my face. And I was like, I would have loved it if, wow. he, if, he, if he had pointed at your sweatshirt and been like, Car- that's Carson, Carson Palmer, Palmer too. too. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't. He shut up. He said something else to my ex My ex-girlfriend was at a USC party. That bitch. Yeah, no, I, I'm amicable with my ex-girlfriend. Oh. Um, but She's nice. I remember her telling me this story when he was a freshman and he's changed since, I'm told. And it shows he's a family man. He's very down to earth now. Yeah. But his freshman year, I was at a party after a game or something and chewing up to him and she went like, hey, Carson, uh, good game. And he said, I know. <laughs> well, he had a really good that game. response. Can he hit a really good game that game? I mean, yeah, like, but... if you got an if you got a A plus on your test and I said, Kenny, good job on your test, you'd say, I know. Yeah, but I mean, let me let me let me let me let me rephrase it. Let's say Ed Ed's doing a showcase or something. Ed Ed does another episode of, of for his recurring role on How I Met Your Mother, which will be coming out next season, hopefully. 
and uh, playing Food Guy. And Food Guy does a really good job. And, and NPH, Neil Patrick Harris, is directing the episode. And Neil comes up to you and says, Ed, great job in that scene. And then you responded with, I know. Do you think Neil Patrick Harris would have you back on the show? I don't think he'd have you back on the show. <laughs> So I'd love to say that one time. I didn't like, sure, have the balls to say. I'm I know. sure Carson said I know to a few chicks and still had sex with them. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, um, it did happen to turn off my ex girlfriend. That is uh, that is funny. I would like to have the balls to say that. I would like to be able to be. Yeah. Well, you're married now, like I am, so we can't talk like that. It'd be humble. Being like, being married is a great thing. It humbles you. It humbles you. Uh, I feel like as a married man, I mean, I've felt this way with my girlfriend for, well, my wife now yeah. for a long time, but yeah. I feel like it humbles you. Having a wife and having somebody you share your life with, you make, it, it kept me from being, like, like, I was a little bit of, a, of an ego guy and you feel, before you I feel met humbled. her. I feel, like, I feel like she's humbled me and made me a little bit more of a real person. That's funny because it's done the opposite for me. <laughs> <laughs> I am the biggest... Fucking cocky. Because that's all she does, just feed your ego all day. Stroking me. Just she just is at home waiting for you with your slippers and your pipe and your and your and your uh, your uh, your robe. Yeah. When you guys you guys live in Winnetka, right. four and a half hours away. <laughs> yeah, because in Winnetka we roll with robes and pipes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So back to topic. Um, so yeah, so Carson, I guess that's the, the the biggest thing I find interesting about the Bengals is. They have all these crazy people. And even you go back to when they had Chris Henry on the team. Yeah. And Carson Palmer seems like the most, like even though he was a kind of an ego guy, I think that's kind of gone by the wayside. And now he seems kind of normal. Well, compared but to... But he's normal on these on this team full of like crazy yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. I think, I'm sure, I, think, I feel like he does have his, you know, own... Kind of issues, but compared to the guys on his team, he's plus compared he's to a, the guy who legally changed his name to Ocho Cinco, which isn't even how you pronounce eighty-five in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's, it's yeah, eight-five is what his yeah. Name that's is. what his last name is. Eight-five. It's, it's not eighty-five. Which would be ochenta y cinco. Yeah, which would be crazy on yeah. the back of your jersey. That'd be awesome. But it would be awesome. Though, yeah, right? but I mean, he's the face of the franchise, and he, you know. He's a great quarterback. I mean, unfortunately, he's been hurt a lot, and he's getting up in years, and I don't feel like he's got many good ones left. But Yeah, he needs – which is why I feel like the, this is why the Bengals made the move. I feel like they need to strike now. I think they see that their division is a little – is is up for grabs. I think yeah. Pittsburgh is not as good yeah. because they're in, in, in turmoil because of Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. So they think – they see Pittsburgh's a little bit down. Baltimore is – you know, I feel like Baltimore has kind of – Hit their mark. Baltimore can make their 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 first round exit from the playoffs. That's what they are. That's what they are. That's that's the defense is a little bit old. I disagree. I think they're like contenders. I wouldn't say they're contenders. I feel like they are what they are. They are they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna be ten and six. Ten and six. Ten and I six, can see and that. they'll be they'll they'll make they'll be they'll be a wild card team and they'll lose. And they'll lose in the first round. They'll lose in the I first round to the to the to like the to like the third seed. They'll I lose could, in the third I, round. I could see him. Second round. I could see him. First in, round. I could see him in the conference uh, final. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. believe it. Gray Rice and. But anyway, to prove my point, what I'm but saying. But the Browns suck. The, the Browns, Browns suck. suck. And I feel like the Bengals are like, look, and the Bengals made the playoffs last year. They have a pretty good team. They have a good defense. They yeah. got a good offense. They've got yeah. a good running back. Um, so they're like, you know what? Let's make this move. If it doesn't work, oh well. We're already a playoff team. Right. And we already could do pretty well. 
with we add T.O. if he does even just even what he did last season, five touchdowns in like eight hundred twenty-five yards, that's that could be enough to. I mean, at least put it, us over the top. At the very least, hopefully it spreads out the field, takes away a couple double teams or something. But from Ocho Cinco, yeah, and even like uh, Cedric Benson, which who had a stellar year last year, you know, stellar. I like that stellar year last stellar. year. <laughs> uh, went to the dictionary for that one. I like uh, that. No, we have it here. It's ready. For, it's, it's, ready. it's here for people um, to read. I feel like he could fall apart any minute. He's kind oh, of, like, of course. Yeah, I feel like Cedric Benson could fall apart. Not only like health wise, but like just go on a bender or something. I don't know. Why. Oh well, how do you? I mean, it's. I mean, how do you? I mean, it's a thing. It's like you now you're gonna you're gonna be the guy, you're gonna be the guy who takes the ball away from the two guys who want the ball more than anything else in the world. Yeah. Well, there's 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 not two receivers who want the ball more than To and. Chad, I'm just gonna call him Johnson. I don't really. Oh, just Cinco just sounds ridiculous. Although I, I, I feel like To like last year was in Buffalo on a real. Sorry, Stephen, hanging out there. I don't care. We can make fun of <laughs> horrible Buffalo. They're bad. They're, They're bad a bad team. franchise. But he, he didn't really cause that much problem, that many problems last year for being on a really he bad didn't. team. He didn't. You know, know what? You're right. The team when he was in when he was in San Fran and, and and then especially Philly and Dallas when he when they were he was on teams that were contenders. That's when he was problematic. But then he kind of I don't know if he humbled himself. He got a little maybe just he just sort of mellowed out just a little bit or something. I think it's just because it's so cold it froze his bad blood. I think there. it's hard also to like, uh, you know, cause an uproar when your team is not really a contender. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are you going to bitch about? You're going to bitch about not getting the ball? Don't worry about it. If you, even if you get the ball, we're not going to win. So, yeah. you know. Get your popcorn ready. Just get your popcorn ready. Just yeah. get it ready. Yeah. <laughs> just get your popcorn ready. That's fantastic. We'll see. I'm excited. But you are more concerned about the Cowboys. Yeah. That's my focus. How about them Cowboys? Do you have an NFL team? I'm a Chargers fan. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> good for you, Steve. Thank you. Good for you, Kenny. Thank you. Uh, we, just well, signed, also... we just signed Antonio Gates for five more years. So I'm excited about that. Uh, I am a Chargers fan only because I have Philip Rivers on my fantasy team, and I'm trying to trade him. Are you one of those dicks that's like a fantasy guy? Yeah. Have the, have the draft already happened? Yeah, they happen whenever you want them to happen. I didn't. I did not. Here's another thing. We talked about this earlier about how I got kicked off my my basketball team. Yeah. I also was in a, a fantasy team with yeah. them. Yeah. And then I won that fantasy league, and then, and then, then the next year I wasn't. I wasn't in the league. Don't win it. Don't win it. Well, just case in point, don't win your fantasy league. Uh, so before I was kind of a not a fan of the Chargers because Philip Rivers always thought he was a dickhead because all his yeah, track yeah, I'll, I'll, the, yeah. But uh, since having him on my fantasy team, I've become a fan because he's a gunslinger and he's great. And he's no, awesome. he's great. He's a great offensive player. Absolutely. Um, and Vegas has him, I think, in the top five as far as chances. No, to the win. Chargers are. You know, we're we're good. We've been we've been good the past five years. Yeah. And you know, I mean. I was a Ram fan, so I've only been a Charger fan since the Rams left, so 95. So it's been about 15 years now, yeah. so I guess that's long enough. But, I mean, I think in general, like, in terms of football, I, in terms of, I don't, I wouldn't say I like college football more, but I like the, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I like Notre Dame, if I had to choose between the two teams, I like Notre Dame football more than I like Chargers. Okay. And that's only because I'm only really allowed to watch, like, one game. <laughs> per week? Per weekend. Ugh. Well, allowed, but, like, and it's true. Like, you know, I, you know, it's, it's. Do what I do. TiVo it, DVR it. Well, DVR the Chargers too. Yeah, yeah, DVR sometimes. And then when she goes to sleep. Yeah, watch when she goes to sleep. She listens to my podcast. She might get mad at me for that comment. But um, yeah. But now she's definitely getting mad at me because I just said she's gonna get mad at me. Anyway, I love you, honey. Um, no, because the but the thing is, is like I can watch Notre Dame game and it makes sense. I mean, I I watch Notre Dame game and that's like three and a half hours out of our weekend that I'm watching football. Yeah, that's a lot. And then to then 
And that's Saturday. That's a Saturday. That's Saturday. And then just to say like Sunday, Sunday. I'm going to do the another, same another, thing. Another three hours. That's yeah. and that's not cool because your weekends. I don't. We don't see each other that much during the week. So I I usually do record the Chargers games yeah. and then come home and watch them. Or you know if the Chargers are playing in the early game. Yeah. She likes to sleep in a little bit, so I get to I get to watch a little bit of that. But, um, I, no, I the Notre Dame games are the ones games she usually lets me watch. Yeah. I wouldn't say I hate saying lets me. Those are the one games where she goes, okay, he's watching the game. Yeah. I'm gonna, you know, he can watch the game. That's, That's cool. why I'm a big proponent of being a real asshole about watching your team and like being like real like barbaric and like a caveman, so that like. When my wife is like, well, can, can I call Janice right now? Yeah, let's call her. Yeah, yeah. Well, she knows. <laughs> she knows because she experiences this. I like shut down so much that you know that if she tries to like talk to me, that I almost bite her head off. And so she almost rather like, okay, I'm gonna leave for a couple hours and I'll come back. There's the Cowboys games. Eh, Cowboys game, yeah. So I guess what, I don't have a college team like you for Saturday. So so Saturday we'll have our Saturday. Growing up in Texas, you don't have like you got a UT I'm an A&M, fan. Yeah, I'm an A and M yeah. guy. I'm a Texas A yeah. and M guy. We suck. Uh, both my brothers went there. My grandfather, about three uncles. I was actually slated to go to A and M. Not to play football. Oh. I would I would have loved the chance to walk on. I was definitely going to try and walk on. Last minute, USD offered me um, not a scholarship, but just the chance to play. But um, and and oddly enough, uh, I think my dad still gets a bill from Texas A&M because I went to A&M and like signed up for classes, you know, pre-registered or whatever during the summer, and then I changed my mind and went to University of San Diego. But um, but he still he still gets a bill. <laughs> they still send my dad a bill for like the whatever. Aggies, yeah. you assholes. But going back to your Chargers, you know, I grew. Being mm-hmm. in San Diego for the month, for the four, month, 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 for the four, four years. years. You're yeah. in school, actually. College takes four years. Well, technically, but I was there for, <laughs> I was I was focused for four months, and <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm with you. Like they're always like good, and they have a good they're team. They're right there. I they're one of those teams to me, and until they get over that hump, I will never be, like believe they can. And I want to. I, I'm like. With Vincent Jackson and with all these guys and Antonio Gates and how do you not get over the hump and Ryan Matthews exciting this year? I I uh, the way I feel about my Chargers is I feel like I feel like we're there. I feel like it's 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 undeniable that the Chargers are a good team. They are their holes are on defense and last year our hole defensively were mostly in the secondary and teams. Teams, we were just basically like just conceding to the fact that we we're just gonna have to outscore people. Yeah, which is what happened to Notre Dame last season as well. Which was fantastic. But the problem with the with the better thing about the Chargers is the Chargers are that good offensively that it doesn't matter. And there was, they can it can keep they can make those defenses work so much that you know they, they get and tired. Which is why I loved having Philip Rivers on my fantasy team because I knew they would always be you know down by six or down by seven. Constantly, it was just you know a shootout. So Rivers would just like, well, well, shit, we can't run the ball. We got we got to throw it. We got to air it out. And yeah, they, they could, and they could, and I, and you know, as in, as you go back to Philip Rivers, you didn't. Really, I I was a Drew Brees guy. Like when they yeah. let Drew, that was tough. Go in favor of Philip. I like to call him Philip because we're formal. I have yeah. a very formal relationship with him. Yeah. And when Philip, um, <laughs> when we went with Philip, I was like, okay, you know, they're my team. I'm not one of these guys who like. Stops following my team. They're they're my team. Like you know, that's what I do. Right. You don't follow the player. You follow the team. I follow the team. So yeah. I don't. I've never really like. I've liked Philip Rivers. I trust him as yeah. my team's quarterback. That's great. Um, but there's always something I don't. I don't necessarily love Philip Rivers. Like I like if Drew Brees is still our quarterback, I'd be like stoked because I like I liked Drew. Brees. That was a tough decision for them at the time, and if you, and in hindsight, 
Listen, it's all, it worked, it's out all worked out for both teams. It's not like it was a bad move. Here's another issue I have with the Chargers. Well, what is it now? The coach. What is it now? Oh, oh I, I wholeheartedly, I was like, listen, like when, when we got, when, when Norv Turner in his first year got past the first round and did what Marty Schottenheimer couldn't do, like I was stoked for the team. I was like, awesome. But at the same time, I was like, oh, fuck. Now we're going to be stuck with fucking Norv. Yep. For like a bunch, and then he like did well, and then we were eight and eight, and I was like, oh, we were sucking. We were we were six and eight, and then we won. We won the last like two games yeah. or to finish five hundred and yeah. beat the Denver. The, the two years ago, that was amazing. Yeah. But I was like, God, now Norris keeps keeping his yeah. job, and then now they gave him an extension. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, that's I hate like, Norris. Yeah, that's like uh, when we. I kind of was hoping that Wade Phillips we would lose, the Cowboys would lose, oh, so you that Jason Garrett would get a job, or even Sean. You Payton. want Jason had, Garrett? We to had get Sean job? Payton at the. T- we had Sean Payton at the time, and we let him go. But uh, you can't here's have the deal. North Turner was an assistant offensive coordinator with the Dallas Cowboys. Well, that's the our, only thing he's ever done. And he's done that really, really well. He's a quarterback guy. He's, he's a great He's great. a great offensive coordinator. Redskins, he went to the Redskins, he sucked. He went to the Raiders, he sucked. I don't know where else he went. I was like, I, I couldn't believe we gave him the job. We fired Marty Schottenheimer, and here was a team that went like 14-2 and then lost in the first round. And they fired Marty Schottenheimer. And they couldn't get a big name coach. They were only looking at like assistants. And I was like, "What the fuck are you guys?" And then they hired Norv. But I was, I was, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was stupefied because Norv, like, let's hire, let's just give this this guy, this offensive guru, quote unquote, this who's never been successful as a head coach. Let's give him this just offensive juggernaut, and then maybe it'll work. Yeah. And it's kind of worked. Could you say that? Like, I mean, the one thing that I will say that could have could a better coach have preventing them from starting one and two the past two years? Probably. I don't but, think that's where know, it comes in. I think it, where it factors in is when it counts in the playoffs. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, I would, you know, that's the knock on Marty Schottenheimer, but Marty did never get people out of the first round. So, you know, I guess. Yeah. North, North make, North is, sort of, is a sore subject for yeah. me. North makes I'll, me I'll, unless, unless when, until they win it, I'll never be on board with them. Amen. As far as believing in them, uh, I love watching them. They're a fun team to watch. No, I, I, I love my Throw Chargers. Them all up and down. I love my Chargers. Charger girls, fantastic. I've never been to a game. You know that? Shoot yourself. Don't shoot. Come on. Look, <laughs> we used to be Rams season ticket holders. I'll tell you a funny story. Oh, this uh, better be really funny, too. Tell uh, it to me. I call, oh, back in college in San Diego, down the beach, uh, Mission Beach. I First was, of all, I just want to say it must be really tough to be playing college football in San Diego. It must have been awful. And. That point that you just made is the, one of the reasons why I don't understand why our campus or San Diego State uh, doesn't have stellar programs. Again, stellar. Uh, <laughs> collegiately, because the weather, honestly, the women, you know. Yeah, to how me it's to, like if you're going to be like. The, 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 the beach. You know, the, the, there are teams in your conference. You guys are at USD, and then you go to Dayton, Ohio to play the Flyers. Yeah. You're like, why would you even go to school the here? The place recruits itself. If you go, I mean, when I went to go visit, I was like, yeah, I want to come here. So <laughs> it was like a no-brainer for me. So I don't know how the, those those colleges aren't, you know, the big like one of the big programs like SC or UCLA or anybody else because of, of that. But too much uh, reefer. But, anyway, but back ahead. to our point. Um, 
So I was down sitting down on the beach and I, and I and I and the reason why I said shoot yourself and I apologize for that I did not no, mean that. No, it's okay. I I am very suicidal. So go I ahead. called into the Jim Rome talk show. Look at you. And uh, what is up? Ed, what is, <laughs> let's go to Ed and Rancho Penasquitas. Ed, what's up? Mission Beach. Mission Beach. Ed. So I talk was, to me. Get out of your clothes. I never called in. I was a brand new listener. I didn't understand the concept of the show and what he demanded of his callers. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize you know his take. You know his motto is have Give a your take. Have a take. Have Ed. a take. Don't what's suck. your take? Yeah. yeah, have a take, don't suck. And I was just like a really, you know, naive sports fan at the time. And so I, my roommate at the time, Matt Weaver and I, we kind of like, you know, let's call in. We want to talk about the stuff. And so we called in and we, the screener called and said, what do you want to talk about? And I said, I want to talk about the Astros, the Spurs, the Cowboys. And then Matt wanted to talk about the Lakers, Raiders, and Dodgers. You know, just, <laughs> just our home teams. A cornucopia <laughs> yeah. of teams. Not even like. Hot, hot button, red button, hot button issues. It was more like just I want to talk about us, you know. And so I tell the screener that, and I'm on hold for 45 minutes. Well, yeah, Jim Rome's a popular show, popular. So eventually, I'm sitting there, and I and I he said he says not to do this, but I have my take written out on a piece of paper cause, so that I wouldn't screw it up. Did you have any like shout outs? Like I just want to say to 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 Blair in in Columbus, you know. <laughs> No. Take your take your smack to no. the, to the to the smack yeah, off. No, I, it's like I said, I didn't even know about the show that much, so I didn't know that awesome. that existed. So anyway, he takes me. He's like Ed in Mission Beach on hold. Here we go. Uh, you're on the air. I'm like, okay, Jim. And I start out, and all my whole take was had no strong opinions. It was just like. The Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl. The, the Spurs are gonna win the NBA championship. The Astros are gonna win the World Series. And the Lakers are gonna. Was, there was no opinion whatsoever. Just like my team's ruled. You guys suck. So you know, on his show, he's got that buzzer where he yeah. buzzes you if you have a shitty take. Uh, he didn't buzz me, but he just cut me off. And I go to my radio to go listen to my take on the air because it's on tape delay. Yeah. And um, and uh, I hear myself, and he cuts me off, and he goes. 45 minutes on hold for that, Ed? <laughs> shoot yourself, Astro fan. <laughs> shoot yourself, he shoot Astro myself. fan. He says, what a horrible, you know, what are you calling me out? I thought I was going to, shoot I, yourself. I, the great thing is when I, re, when I wrote it out on paper and my roommate and I, I was like, oh, this is awesome, this is great. And, you know, because you know, we gave specifics as to why our teams were going to win the championship. You know, because of Al Davis, because of, you know, Shaquille O'Neal and all this stuff and whatever. I love you reference like two separate teams were gonna win the NBA the championship. Same, the same thing. Yeah. Spurs are gonna win the championship. So are the Lakers. So are the Lakers. <laughs> and, uh, and here's why. And here's why. <laughs> because they're awesome and they rule and so and Tim Duncan. Yeah. And she saw Jim Rome coming out of the Nordstrom zone in the valley so one you're time. You're like, hey, it's me, Ed from Mission Beach. I wanted to so bad. He would have not like, remembered me. Oh, totally not remember me. But I didn't want to be that guy, so I didn't talk to him. That's hilarious. Yeah. You're fun. What do you think of your Spurs? We could segue to basketball for a quick minute with the with the, the, the feeding frenzy that is the free agency. I love my Spurs dearly, and they um, didn't do they did really did nothing in this. They they're always anybody. They're always kind oh, of. They had Tiago Splitter. That's Thiago a Tiago Splitter exactly. He's a he's a good player. He's the MVP of the European League. He's like a seven footer. He's very yeah, athletic. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a decent pickup. Of course, he won't be tough at all because he's European. But right. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, point taken. But um, uh, they always do. Spurs always have like a quiet off season, but like sly about it. Mm-hmm. Last year was probably the biggest splash we've ever made with Richard Jefferson, which I was did, I do not understand. Did not work. Awful. I do not understand. Awful. Like looking at your guys when I watch the Spurs play, 
And I've always been a fan of like the way the Spurs the, the way the Spurs play. You now as a Laker fan, obviously the Spurs and Lakers have had a lot of battles, so I don't I don't love them because yeah. I'm a Lake die yeah. Laker fan. Yeah. But I've always been impressed with the way they kind of put teams together. And I looked at the roster that you guys had last season, and I just did not understand why that wasn't like a top three team well, in the you, Western Conference. I didn't you know, you guys added Antonio McDyce. Yeah. You added um, who Richard was still Jefferson. a serviceable player, Richard Jefferson. Yeah. Then you had guys coming off the bench that yeah. you know, George Hill was a nice little George pickup. Hill, George Hill's um, Roger Mason was playing well for you guys. I was yeah. like, I just did not understand. And then I finally watched the I think the third time they played the Lakers I watched and it really kinda of made uh, kind of became clear to me, which I think is what is. I think Tim Duncan's got about two years left. If and he's that. done, if he's, that. I mean, he is really, really slow. His body is really starting to kind of it happens shut to down. Him. Yeah, you look at Shaq right now, same oh, thing. It's, it's not even watchable. But yeah, on paper, and I think uh, to your point, Kenny, before the season started, everyone's like, especially with the with the addition of Richard Jefferson, was was saying, you know, watch out for San Antonio. Here they come. I again. thought I to me it was like they're the I I yeah. thought that they were the number two team because they always show the them, they always kind of show their head every every other year, you know, and mm-hmm. you know like we'll take a year off and peek their head out peek their head out a little bit uh, speaking of which and um, so why is your head picking out do you have a boner right now is that what you're trying to say really Jesus we're like almost like can you hold on for like like five more minutes yeah I can yeah Jesus I don't stop we don't stop these things Um, my dog was just licking its vagina you gotta be able to hold your your pee in I think that's what sort of triggered it (laughs) (laughs) We'll just distract you with amazing talk. Yeah, um, but yeah, Tiago Splitter, Spurs. I'm really hoping they, they can they can. Uh, well, the good thing is that with a lot of these guys going to the East, yeah, um, the West is a little bit depleted. Yeah. You got Carlos Boozer going to the East, right. uh, Mari Stoudemire going to the That's East. Right. Um, the East is now overloaded with guys. Yeah. The, I think the really and Chris like, Paul may leave. I don't think Chris Paul's going to go anywhere this year. Maybe next year. Yeah. But, uh, how, how, what's your take? Since I don't think I've had a podcast since this happened, because yeah. a lot of sh- shit's been going on in my yeah. life. Um, what's your take on these super teams, the, the Miami Heat's, and then Chris Paul wants to join up with uh, Carl Carmelo Anthony and, yeah. and, and New uh, York. Amari in New yeah. York? What is your take on these kind of things? Uh, what's your take? Have I'm, a take. Uh, Give me your take. First Cowboys Lakers, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, it's exciting to me. I can't tell you. I mean, I think I think I, in like maybe ten years ago, I'd have been like, "That's bullshit." You know, that sucks for all the little teams. But if it makes for a better product and it makes it more entertaining, more watchable, which it obviously will. I mean, are you kidding me? Next year, when when Miami plays Cleveland, when Miami plays LA, when you know, I mean, holy smokes, it's gonna be entertaining as hell. Here's what I think, and I think I think it's gonna work. I think they'll win titles. Although there is something about me that I feel like there is no way. That all three of those guys are going to be on the team at the end of their contracts. I I just I feel that way. I can see that. Well, especially if you know if they don't win. And, I feel like they'll come out of the East. I feel like. Oh my God! I'm just thinking right now. What if they? What if we're three years from now and they haven't won one? That's like. Well, then LeBron's going to have to go. Well, no, but he I'm has just, a, he has an opt out after three years, I believe. But that how how tantalizing is that to think of all the pressure and all the like that's what's exciting. Well, to the watch. pressure's going to be on them. Listen, but like, do you what do you feel about the guys like you know like Magic and Bird saying like I would have never joined. Up. I wanted to I wanted to beat those guys. Different time. But why? But see, why is it different? I'm not saying this is. Yeah, my, yeah. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, to me, like I understand, like I don't fault LeBron for going. Yeah. To Miami. I mean, if they got the money to pay you, which let's let's get it straight. He didn't he didn't leave a lot of money on the table because Florida does not have a, a state fucking income, income tax. tax. Right. 
So if he's if you're paying him 115 million, which I think is what his contract is, there's it's he gets all of that. If he stays in Cleveland and you give him the 125 million or whatever it was, 130 after taxes, it's the same thing. So he's getting the same money. Let's same just money. let's just put it that way. So he, um, I don't I don't fault him for going for the same amount of money to go to play for a better chance to win a championship. I fault him for the way he went about doing it. I mean, be a fucking man and at least tell Cleveland you're not going to fucking sign there. Don't have one of your boys do it. Yeah. And then don't go on some one hour TV spectacle bullshit. Yeah. Actually, this is amazing. I wanted to, I'm just gonna put this in there because I just loved this. There was a, an article, an ESPN guy who writes for ESPNLosAngeles.com posted this whole article today that was on the ESPN for a half an hour before ESPN took it down. And some guy was able to get a screenshot of it and then put that screenshot all over the internet. What did it say? It was basically all about how um, this guy was partying with LeBron. LeBron had two parties hosted in Vegas in his honor. Yeah. And it, it basically just depicted LeBron as this like cocky motherfucker like going into club, just like spraying Grey Goose everywhere, like having a big cake. It says the, a big king cake with LJ on it and like just basically depicted him as this, you know, this cocky motherfucker. Wow. And ESPN took it off the website. Why? Why would they do that? Because they have like a they clearly have some sort of broadcast stake in this yeah, man and they just true. they like they carry the games. It's like, well, I just feel like ESPN's been sucking LeBron's dick for a long time. Yeah. Like they've really they've put ESPN is much of a proponent of this kind of King James idea as anybody else because they you know, he he wanted to be called king, and then they fed into it. And yet yeah. he has he hasn't been a king of anything. So I'm, now I'm he, a fan of his. I, I, I oh, love, I think he's an amazing player his, on love, the court. I love I his feel, game. Yeah, I feel like as a human being, I feel like he it's it's getting what he revealed during that interview is how much of an egomaniac he is. But all those guys are. Jordan, of course they Jordan, are. You know what? Huge egomaniac. Jordan, of course they are. Kobe, but here's the thing. Everybody. Here's the thing: is guys like a guy like look at a guy like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant just tweeted, I'm yeah. coming back, and that's yeah. it. He's awesome. LeBron James, like, wears LeBron Listen, the t-shirts that say LeBron on them. And like, Jordan did, too. Jordan had a logo, yeah, a logo. but he wore his logo shirt. He never thing. wore, same like, thing. a, a flat-out shirt that just had his name on it. I, I will tell you listen. a great story. This is a great story, and then we got, i got to wrap it up. Go ahead. Karan Butler. When I was, yeah. work, when I was working for the Lakers, um, Karan Butler got – was I worked there during the Shaq trade. So we got – in the Shaq trade, we got Lamar Odom, Brian Grant – um, uh, uh, fucking Jesus Christ, Karan Butler. I just yeah. said his goddamn name. Yeah, yeah. A draft pick. Yeah. At the end of the day, that draft pick became Jordan Farmer. Karan Butler was traded for Kwame Brown. He was traded for Powell. So basically, the end of the day, of the trade was Jordan Farmer, Powell Gasol, and Lamar Odom for Shaq. Wow. Anyway, Karan Butler shows up for like you know like meet everybody in the office. Usually, if it's a new player, they come and walk because they have, they have in the ticket office. They did get their tickets for the season and try to see where they're gonna sit. So Karan Butler has been like a Laker for like a week. And he shows up to meet everybody. He shows upstairs wearing a bedazzled <laughs> T-shirt that is just a picture of him yeah. in a heat jersey, like, dunking on somebody. Yeah. And it's just bedazzled. And that's what he was walking around in. I think I have that one. No. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, not only is it is it a shirt, you clearly t- took this shirt Somewhere. of yourself, had it bedazzled, yeah. had it probably made, and then decided to wear it... But Kenny, to your new employer of you wearing a jersey that's not your employer. But, you know, I, but I mean, you know when you buy one, you get the second one free. Amen. So that's it makes sense. Yeah. So bedazzling is amazing. I mean, you have to bedazzle your ass Okay, off. so you have to pee. So I told you we're going to play a little game. I normally play a game called uh, Would You Rather, but 
I don't feel like it's going to fit with you because I don't feel like you hate Dane Cook enough. Okay. Um, that's, that's the end of the game. So we're going to play a different game that I play sometimes. I'm having deja vu right now, by the way. Huge deja vu. Wow. It's a, it's a glitch in the matrix. Go ahead. So um, this game, I haven't thought of a name of it. We usually call it like Grass is Greener or um, uh, Positive Spin or something like that. So you know like when, when, like, when like shitty things happen to like, team, like fans of teams, but yet the fans of those teams still... Like put some kind of positive take Spin on, on yeah, it, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like you know, you could you could talk to like a diehard Yankee fan and like yeah. the Yankees or like the diehard Indians fan, even though they suck, they they can do no wrong." Sure, you know what I mean. So I'm gonna give you a scenario, okay, and then I want you to take on the persona of the fan of that team to give me the positive take on that. Okay. Okay, so let's just start right off the bat. You're a Cleveland Cavaliers fan. Yeah. What's your positive spin on LeBron leaving you for the Miami Heat? Dude, it's the best thing for Cleveland. He quit on us at the end of the season. We don't need a quitter on our team. Uh, he's better off somewhere else. We're better off some. We're better off with him somewhere else. Um, plus, we have... Uh, uh, Delonte West? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not he's anymore. Got, he's got traded. <laughs> Not anymore because he uh, apparently slept with LeBron's mom. That's the greatest story I've <laughs> ever, ever heard. Ever. For those, who, for those of you who don't know, there's a big rumor that, Le- that Delonte West was sleeping with LeBron James's mom that's and he, why he found left. out and that's why he sandbagged game five <laughs> against awesome. the Celtics. If that is even remotely true, that is the greatest thing awesome. ever. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Um... Uh, which I gave you another scenario. We're a little, we can go a little bit over an hour. Oh. It's okay. So let's give you. Uh, all right. So you are a Bengals fan. Ugh, why me, Ohio? What is it with me, Ohio? Because those are the best stories. Yeah. Give me the positive spin of the Bengals signing Terrell Owens. Oh, oh God. Uh, listen, it's gonna spread the field. We got Ocho Cinco on one side. We got To on the other. We got a great rookie Jermaine Gresham. Who's going to be an, a, a good a good rookie? We got CP in the back. We got Cedric Benson. We got a stellar defense. Stellar's a great word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's we've got a great coach. It's fantastic. Uh, he's he's chilled out. He's mellowed out. To he'll he'll understand his place. Uh, him and him and Ocho Cinco are actually going to join forces, open a bed and breakfast, and <laughs> open a bed and breakfast. <laughs> And consolidate their, their, their efforts to win a championship in, in, in Cincinnati and bring it there. Fantastic. Like Anthony Munoz did. Fantastic. Time. Anthony Munoz is a great call. All right, so one more, and then we'll get out of here. Um, you are a, a, a diehard baseball fan. Show me the positive side of the fact that the All-Star game had the lowest ratings for any All-Star game ever in the history of the MLB. The positive spin the on The positive that. side of that. What's the positive spin on that? <clears throat> I'm MLB. Who yeah, am I? you're you're a big fan of Major League Baseball. Big fan of Major League Baseball. Big fan of Major League Baseball. We had the lowest ratings this year in the All Star Game. Yeah, so give me the positive spin on that. The world is made up of all kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> I love where this is going already. And lots of people like different things. The smartest people in the world like very particular things. One of them is baseball mm-hmm. because they appreciate the pastime. They appreciate the intricacies of of of. Of every at bat and every situation, even with you know guy on second, if he hits it to me, where am I going? And so, it's really just for us elite, intelligent people. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, my guest has been uh, Ed Flores. Uh, Ed, do you have anything to plug? Any uh, shows um, or anything? <laughs> that sounds like a no to me. That's a no. Uh, Ed and I used to do a lot of improv together. Now we don't improvise at all anymore. We broke um, up. We did. We broke up with improv, and um, 
Uh, you can see Ed in One Too Many Mornings. You can plug that. Yeah. One Too Many Mornings.com. Um, I will plug my shows. I've got uh, Fries on the Side is coming back. Uh, season 8. we got a show this Saturday, July 31st. Then I have a show at UCB with my sketch group uh, August 18th. Um, uh, uh, but please go to One Too Many Mornings. Uh, please go to the iTunes to download the podcast. Go to knucklesandwich.org for all things podcast related. And uh, thank you for being on the show. Dude, I could do another hour. It's awesome. Well, no, you can't because you have to go pee. I would have to take a break. So Ed's, <laughs> Ed's going to go pee, but thanks for listening, guys. Uh, thanks for having me. Oh, yay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>